Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with Team USA Olympic gold medalist Sonia Richards-Ross and former NFL Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Terrence Mathis. Visit FSPN.net for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, talking with Team USA Olympic gold medalist Sonia Richards-Ross, here's Roman Gabriel III. Oh, awesome. I am here with the four-time uh, four Olympic gold medalist, uh, 400 relay as well as the 400, her last victory. Uh, was in the 2012 uh, London Olympics as gold, but she, uh, but uh, in, incredible record in USA Team USA track, and uh, she has an incredible book that's coming out uh, called Chasing Grace: What the Quarter Mile Has Taught Me About God and Life. Uh, Sonia Richard Ross with us on Sold Out. Sonia, how are you? I'm awesome, Roman. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that awesome introduction. I really appreciate it. Well, it's always great to have somebody that served their country and went out there and represented the USA and did did it in such a wonderful fashion. And uh, what better way to uh, tell your story than to do it in book form? And, of course, if you want to get this book, it's really easy. You can pre-order at Amazon.com or on Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. And she's got a big tour coming up, so tell me about this big tour, and I know you're excited about it. I am super excited. I will not be home in June at all. <laughs> I'll be traveling to some of my favorite cities to do talks um, as well as signing for Chasing Grace. And actually, Chasing Grace and Run With Me, I have two versions um, that are coming out on June 6th. One is for adults and Run With Me are for kids ages 8 to 12. Um, and my team book will be out top of next year. So I am just so excited. I'm so happy I waited, Roman, until my career was over because writing a book takes a lot of work. Um, but it was such a wonderful journey to really explore all of my experiences and to figure out what were most important moments for me that I wanted to share with the world to hopefully inspire other people to do great things. Well, I love what you said. After each failure in life, I learned that only faith and God's grace will carry you across the finish line. And uh, yeah. obviously the Christian uh, life, the Christian walk, the Bible, there's so many uh, ways that uh, track and field and, and of course the Greek Olympics and Paul talked a lot about running the race. So I'm sure you understand those things very well. Absolutely. And I think what, you know, the biggest takeaway that you get from the book is that for me, I was, you know, as a young person, I was always chasing something, chasing something. As I got older, it was, you know, records and um, medals and all of these things. But ultimately, you know, I was fortunate to run into grace. And I realized that it was not really about a physical race, but about a spiritual race and becoming the best person that I could be and um, glorifying God as much as I could through my journey. So, you know, the 400 is where the toughest race is on the track. And, you know, there are times when life gets pretty tough, too. So many of the lessons I learned to conquer the 400, I feel, are absolutely helping me to live the best life that I can. Okay, so, Sonia, the question I have for you, being a former professional football player and being involved in sports my whole life, I was great as long as I had a ball in my hand. But if someone told me, <laughs> we usually got punished for running, which was which kind of right. hurt things maybe. So tell me, what makes someone like yourself want to run a grueling race like the 400 and make that your life's mission? <laughs> I don't know, Roman. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing. You know, I tell you one thing. You know, running always came natural to me, and I think, 
whenever you're doing something that you feel like is really a gift, you do feel closer to God. So for me, whenever I was out at training and practicing and running, I always felt like I was doing what I was born to do. And many times I felt like that's when I had my most revealing moments. I, you know, worship moments and my prayerful moments were on the track. But in the first chapter of the book, I think it's actually the introduction, I actually say, I did not choose the 400. The 400 chose me, <laughs> you know, because you don't really sign up for the 400. But I, I learned to love the race. And I love the fact that it was as much as a physical test as it was a mental test. And, you know, uh, my coach gave me four strategy, uh, a strategy called the four P's, which the book is actually broken into the four sections. It's called Push Pace position poise with a secret P always being prayer. So, um, you know, but the, the 400 taught me a lot. And I'm very, very grateful that I did eventually find the 400 because that's where I had tremendous success on the track. So I'm really blessed to have had that. Sonia Richards-Ross is with us, a four-time Olympic gold medalist in the 400. And if you want to get her book, go to sonyarichardross.com. Check out this beautiful book called Chasing Grace and Her Story. Uh, or you can check her out on Twitter at Sonia Richie Ross on Twitter, or you can go to Barnes and Noble or Amazon.com. And uh, Sonia, you know, one of the things uh, that many people out there talk about in their life is is going after their dreams and goals. I know I do a junior mm -hmm. high and high school program called Sold Out, where we teach kids about you know never giving up on their dreams and goals and and, and yeah. going for those and setting their uh, setting up high their expectations. Um, how can you set expectations as high as you did reach them what is it like i mean to win one gold medal but to win four and to have been such a huge force in so many olympic games uh well first of all thank you so much and i think for me i always had a desire to be great um and i think that was innate you know as a young person i always thought that i could do great things but that was also for sure nurtured by having an amazing family and tremendous tremendous support from my mom and dad and my sister who came to every track meet and, you know, encouraged me along the way. Um, I think also, Roman, what I learned too was when you set lofty goals, you are setting yourself up and you're vulnerable to failure. And you can't be afraid to fail because, you know, those are the things that strengthen your character, but also help you to redefine your goals and, you know, most of the times motivate you even more. And so for me, it was the most fulfilling experience of my life to what I like to say, run into my fairy tale and finally win that individual gold medal in London. It's hard to put into words what that moment was like. It was made even more special because my entire family was there and I got to share it with them. But, you know, some, it's an amazing thing when you set a goal for your life, work really hard, go through the ups and downs, and then actually accomplish it. It's, it's incredible. And, Sonny, you've had great opportunities because of the Olympics, which is usually the story. When someone wins the Olympic Games, so many opportunities open up and, you know, we talk to athletes all the time about using their platform, and it sounds to me that uh, those things that opened up for you, you've taken full advantage of that. Well, I've certainly tried to. I think that our greatest responsibility, no matter what, where we find success, is to always kind of reach a hand back and to always share and give with others. So, you know, for me, some of the greatest moments of my life aren't standing on top of the podium, but being able to give back to the community. I had a great program in Jamaica for seven years that helped over 700 kids learn to read on their grade level. And, you know, when you get the email from that kid who went on to college and says, you know, this was a pivotal point in his career, those things mean so much more to me than, um, or sorry, I said career, but in his life, you know, those things mean so much more to me than, you know, standing on top of the podium. So, yes, I absolutely think as, as athletes and 
role models and celebrities, you know, it's, it's very important that we use our platform to inspire others and to do good in the world because the world needs it. And so I'm very happy and I take that role uh, very seriously. Okay, so not only did you accomplish the great things you did, but you're married to a young man in Aaron Ross who won two Super Bowls <laughs> yes. with the Giants at cornerback, and you guys yes. did a reality show called Glam and Gold on the Wii TV. It started in 2013. How was that in terms of you know your lives being open book to everybody on that show? Yeah, you know, taping Glam and Gold was one of the most fun experiences I had with my family. Um, and I have tried to be an open book, whether that's on social media or, you know, through the reality show. But I think for us, it was really about trying to show a very loving family, of course, going through ups and downs, but ultimately always trying to get back together and always support each other. So it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. You know, I would love the opportunity again if the timing was right. Um, but I thought it was a great opportunity for growth. And I talk about that experience in the book as well. Okay, so you need to tell me how big this trophy room is between your husband and you. I mean, the Super Bowl and the Olympics is probably the two biggest things that happen in the world in sports. You guys kind of <laughs> got a lot of gold and silver and bronze in that room, don't you? Is it insured? I mean, I know we need to. It's funny. When we lived, we moved about two years ago. And as you can imagine, Roman, when our careers, and we were at the height of our careers, we weren't home a lot. You know, he was in New York and. I traveled all over the world a lot. And in our first home, we had built out a really nice trophy room. And since we've moved, we haven't had a chance to do that. And now babies come in and it's all about nursery and everything. So, you know, we do have a cool area in our home where we have our trophies and stuff. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's cool to have those things. But for us, it's the memories and, you know, the journey was just, you know, that's so sweet. that That's just icing on the cake for us. Sonia Richards-Ross is with us, four-time Olympic gold medalist with a new book, Chasing Grace, What the Quarter Mile Has Taught Me About God and Life, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble for pre-order, and then on her website at Sonia Richards-Ross. And uh, Sonia, you know, running that race is so symbolic of the Christian life in terms of how difficult it can be sometimes, how you have to rely on that grace you talked about. But is there is there a scripture that you hung on to during your career that you really, really meant a lot to you? Um, there are a couple. You know, the one that I would always say when I stood on the start line was that I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And a lot of times when you stand on that start line, especially at the Olympic finals, you are so nervous, you have so much self-doubt, and it kind of, you know, sometimes it will, you know, it cripple you. And so I always want, I always reminded myself that I can do anything if I just trust and believe in God. And I always also said that, you know, he who has started a good work in me will see it to completion. And so you know, it's always that I know that God has planted this amazing seed in my heart, and I, you know, I knew I could win Olympic gold medal, and if I just kept leaning on God and trusting Him, that it would that it would happen. So, you know, there's just I, for me the 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 thread of my life has always been to just be an open vessel to God and have Him use me. And sometimes, you know, those moments were tough. <laughs> you know, when I when I won the bronze medal in um, Beijing, when I was favored to win gold. You know, that was one of the toughest moments of my life, but it was also the time when I felt closest to God. So I thank him for that um, failure and disappointment because it, you know, it drew me closer to him. And when I won in London, even though I had always wanted it, always wanted to win the gold medal, I, you know, I didn't feel like I needed it because I knew I had already won the, the best prize of all, and that's knowing that I'm a child of God and that I have eternal salvation. So, you know, it's, it's been a wonderful journey. And I'm, like I said, the track has been my greatest teacher and helping me to see how God sees me um, as his child. Sonia, about 15 seconds. Tell them where they can see you the next couple days. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so I will be all over town. I'll be in New York and LA. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids. I'll be in Eugene. I'm actually going back to Jamaica for a few days and I'll be in South Florida. But you said it so many times, Roman. You can go on my website, SonyaRichardsRoth.com, and you can see my full schedule. And you can follow me on social media at Sonia Richie Ross anytime. Sonia, this has gone by way too fast. I hope you'll come back and see us. Congratulations <laughs> with the new book. And tell that husband of yours I said hello and, and nothing but success. And, of course, real quickly, the other book, Run With Me, for young kids, yeah. 8 to 12. That should be fun. That's coming out soon as well. So keep checking her out. Sonia, I appreciate you coming. And hang on for a second. And uh, thank you again for being on Sold Out. Thanks, Roman. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with former NFL Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Terrence Mathis. Visit FSPN.net for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Oh, welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk. Uh, always great to have you in with us. And uh, I'm here. I'm excited today because i got a fellow UNM Lobo. That's where I went to school, played football at New Mexico, and so did he. An Atlanta Falcon pro bowler, played in Super Bowl thirty-three, and uh, has so much stuff going on. And uh, we've stayed in touch over the years. Terrence Mathis with us. Terrence, how are you, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm glad to hey. be on with you, man. Uh, everybody's a Lobo, man. I don't get to say that yeah. very often. We don't get to say that often, do we? <laughs> hey, it's great, great being with you and great being with somebody who uh, has a little, little bit of history with me. It's always great to talk football, uh, Lobo football, and, of course, Atlanta Falcons football. And, uh, Terrence, great to have you in the house. And uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I've always enjoyed about you is is that uh, you're one of those guys that uh, fits right into Sold Out Sports Talk because you get it. You're out there making a difference in people's lives, using your platform. And uh, uh sounds like uh, that career that you had, uh, that you've got a lot of really good things going on and uh, using that to your advantage. Yes, I, man, this last month leading up into, it's just been a whirlwind. You know, it's it's been nothing but blessing after blessing after blessing. Um, my daughter my daughter graduated high school next week. My birthday is June 7th. I just took a new high school coaching job at Pinecrest Academy here in Cumming, Georgia. Um, the Lobos are retiring my jersey September 9th. It's just blessing after blessing. My family is healthy and we flourish and prosperous, all those things. And all I can do is give all, all the honor to God. Well, congratulations on getting that jersey retired. Uh, you know, we're we're proud of what uh, the Lobos have accomplished. They've uh, they've really really improved their program and been consistent here over the last ten years. So it's been great to see New Mexico football doing well. Um, I know I know you had a great career there as well. I had a very satisfying experience playing for Coach Joe Morrison there when uh, kind of helping turn the program around a little bit. Uh, but it was a great experience. Albuquerque is a great place to go to school and. Uh, tell me about the new coaching job because, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, lo- love to coach and they love to work with youth, but uh, being a head coach is a big responsibility. Tell me about that. Well, it is a big responsibility, but I've been preparing myself over the last six or seven years for this opportunity. Um, I've done everything from internships with the Ravens. I've coached East-West Shrine game a couple of times. I was offensive coordinator at Savannah State for two years, you know, and then 
I thought I left there when my son started playing football, and I followed him all the way around from his Park League to middle school all the way to high school last year. And um, this job, it, it was Roman, this is serious. It was nothing but God. Because before the opportunity came up, I've probably over the last six years been denied 50 to 60 jobs, maybe even more, from high school to college to the NFL. And at this point, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm about to turn 50. It's time to turn the page and do something different. And then on a Tuesday night, I get a text from some friends of mine who their children go over to the, to the high school, and they said the head coach has left. And I said, who do I call? And then by the next Monday, I was hired. <laughs> and I said, it was, I said, nothing but God. As soon as you think he, he's not going to show up, he shows up. Not only does he show up, he shows up. And it's just been nothing but just awesome. And I tell, it's a Catholic Christian school over there. And uh, I told them over there, I said, I probably need you more than you need me. And with that being said, is that sometimes you got to align yourself up with Christ-minded people for you to be able to be the man that you need to be. And that was why I made that statement to them. Terrence Mathis is with us, uh, 12-year NFL career, the bulk with the Atlanta Falcons as a wide receiver and uh, pro bowler. And uh, Terrence, you know, uh, over the years I've gotten to know a lot of guys who, who said the same story that you did. Um, how, how much is it in terms of um, coaching out there, uh, is it almost tougher to come from the background that pro football players come from? Not that you didn't pay your dues because you have, but do you think it is a tougher go for somebody who's actually played the game? Uh, maybe that people think, hey, I don't want to give somebody somebody, or maybe just because he has a name, how does that make him a great coach? What, what do you think the re- reason for that is? Because I've talked to a lot of guys who have been in your position. Well, and, and you hit it. You know, it's like, well, just because he was a great player don't mean he's a great coach. And it's almost guys are being punished for doing something that they were blessed to do, and that's to play in the NFL. And I'm not taking away from guys who didn't get an opportunity to do that. But just because you left college ball or maybe only played a year of NFL ball and went into coaching does not make you a better coach than one who played 12, 13, or even 10 years. Because it's totally different knowing the feelings of an NFL player or any football player because you've been there, knowing what their bodies are going through, what are they going through mentally, what are they going through at home. All these things play a part of being a great coach. And and I think that former players get it. They understand. And, and, and at times I think, you know, I think the Raiders do a great job at hiring former players. If you look at their coaching staff, I think their whole coaching staff is nothing but former NFL players, from the head coach to the special teams coach. And that's a good look because now it gives guys, younger guys, an opportunity to say, hey, I have a chance to coach at that level. And I think um, they do a great job, you know, there. Well, it's it, what's, what's exciting is that you did get your opportunity and now it's up to you. And, you know, uh, it's so funny how football is such a, a small fraternity and uh, – you know, I'm looking, you graduated nine years after me, um, played with the Atlanta Falcons, and you and I have a, a fellow uh, teammate I played with in the Senior Bowl in 1982, and which tells you how long a career this guy had. 
He's going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame this summer, Morton Anderson, who you played with with the yeah. Falcons. Yeah. I had a pleasure to play with him right out of college in the Senior Bowl, and uh, what what an incredible honor for your teammate and a guy who longevity wise, I, I don't. He's like Jan Stenerud Jr. Man, right, right. I, and what a great man he is. I just had an opportunity to spend some time with him last weekend, and he's just a great guy, and he's just so humble. You know, he's not one. He's still. I think he's still at all what just happened to him. And I think it probably won't settle in until he sees the bus and, and says his speech. But I can't be more happier for a nicer guy and, and a good man. Well, it's a long time coming because what an incredible career he has had. And, uh, you know, you saw it, you know, right there, and so did I. I saw, well, the guy speaks, what, six languages? I've always been impressed yeah. with that. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. He is one of the most intelligent young guys that I've, I had ever been around at the time. And uh, just, just as you said, a genuine nice guy, and you love to see those guys get honored and have the opportunity to to, to do it at the highest level, and uh, the Hall of Fame is certainly that. So we're excited for Morton Anderson and his uh, induction this summer, and the, it's a great uh, team of people that are going in. And uh, Terrence, you know, one of the things uh, uh, about, you know, being in the position – in playing football and being in the country we live in where you have an opportunity to impact other people's lives is, um, you know, we have an opportunity a lot of times to get involved in children's opportunities. Uh, I do a drug and alcohol education program in public schools and have the opportunity to impact junior high and high school kids. Uh, you're getting ready to have your fifth annual celebrity golf tournament for Emory ALS Center. Tell us about that and when that's coming up and how people can get involved because we have a lot of stations down your way. Yes, September 17th and 18th. The 17th will be a pairing party at uh, Top Golf Alpharetta. Um, the golf tournament is the 18th at St. Marlowe Country Club um, in Duluth, Georgia. Um, for more information, you can go for, go to care4fors.com, and it gives you more information. And the reason I got involved is uh, five or six years ago, you know, it, it became a big epidemic. Well, there's been more awareness of uh, former guys um, dying from ALS or coming down with ALS, and and it hit me because I said, this could be me. And I said, let me do whatever I can to help uh, to find a cure or even slow down the process of your body uh, degenerating. And it's, it's been incredible. I mean... We're going into our fifth year, and uh, we have great celebrities that come out. We raise good money for the Emory ALS Center. Uh, it's just an awesome, awesome time, fellowship. And at the same time, the guys know why they're there because of some of their peers. And some of the, the guys, they're brothers. They're, you, know, you, know, you know the NFL is the brothers, and they know. And it's, it's saddening to see uh, when when you play with a guy or against a guy that was just healthy and robust and physical to almost one down to nothing. And it's it's a sad, sad thing, but at, at the same time we're gonna celebrate their life and we're gonna try to help them prolong life. So that's why I do what I do. Terrence Mathis is with his final moments with the former Atlanta Falcon and uh Brother at New Mexico um, and getting his uh, jersey retired uh, in September. He was the first consensus All-American at New Mexico, Division One record for receiving yards, first player with 250 receptions, 4,000 receiving yards, 
and 6,000 yards total. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, and also a guy that played a little bit of basketball as well, so uh, a great all-around athlete. Before I let you go, though, your son's playing high school football as a sophomore. Is he a wide out, or, or is he playing a different position? He he's a, he's a wide receiver, and he's a defensive back. He's a cool. safety, and I think he loves playing safety the most. He's where he can just go get the ball and and go hit people. He's a very physical young man. Um, he'll stay at at Lambert High School. Um, this upcoming year, and while I'm at Pinecrest, and I told him, uh, I had to let your hand go, son. You have to grow up without me. And so, are you, are, will you guys play this. them? Uh, no, we don't play them. Well, that's good. We don't play them. <laughs> and I said, you, you have to maneuver through life without me, and let me prepare you now. And it was hard for him, but he's he's getting it. He's, he's finding his way, and I'm so proud of him. Terrence Mathis, fellow Lobo, former Atlanta Falcon, one more time with how they can get information for the fifth annual Celebrity Golf Tournament for Emory ALS. It's careforals.com, all the information is on there. All right, Terrence, always great having you. Uh, I, 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 I hope I can get to New You've Mexico and see you get that jersey. Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, www.fspn.net, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.